This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Super Best Friends video game sleepover. <laughs> as you may have 41. Well, yeah. Uh, as you may have met, noticed, mentioned, as you may have noticed, I'm not Adam. I'm David talking. What? Oh, tricks. Yeah, there's tricks going on. Um, so if you uh, happen to make it all the way to the end of our last podcast, you'll notice that uh, we kind of said that we weren't going to have a podcast this week. Um, but that turned out to be a dirty, dirty lie. <laughs> well, it turned out to be Adam's dirty lie. I don't remember agreeing to that at all. Uh, you know, he just sort of was like, Hey guys, I'm going to be out of town. You know, something about being married 10 years or something like that's yeah. a big deal. And, 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 and Adam's like, I'm going to be out of town. There can't be a podcast without me. <laughs> so I mean, even though we've done them without you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but Adam, that no. a second thought. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're doing an episode without Adam. We're Adamless. Um, I am, uh, one of your hosts, David Tater Tot Tate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. How's that work? Do, it's do you pretty like that? good. Very, yeah. very alliterative. I like it. Uh, and then also with us, we have, uh, Mike Hotsey Lopez. Hotsey. Uh, My goodness. Yeah. Hotsey because you've been playing some Heroes of the Storm with me. Uh, I sure have. So I, I say when I, when I feel like playing Heroes of the Storm, I say I'm feeling Hotsey. Okay. So I can follow that. Yeah. So, so there we go. Um, it's going to be super, as you can tell, it's going to be super loosey goosey this episode. Um, not super structured. We're kind of, what are we calling it? Like a fireside? Yeah. This is like a, I don't, I don't know. Romantic's not the right word, but intimate maybe. (laughs) Just the two of us, David. Yeah. I like intimate. That's good. I just say we start and we just see where things take us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like we're doing really well already, like almost to the point where maybe we don't. Maybe Adam just doesn't come back. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I, I feel like we got to finish first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the a first idea. five minutes are the easiest. I'm sure. <laughs> no, I will say uh, in the very beginning when I was like, quote unquote, saying hi to everyone, you know, like doing the quote unquote hosting. I felt pressure that I've never felt before ever doing this episode, ever doing an episode <laughs> of this show. So, um, Yeah. So yeah, that's what Adam deals with every week, I guess, or every other week. Well, but, yeah, but Adam, uh, he's, he's a showman. He, he, he loves it. He loves the spotlight. Yeah, he, no, he does. He as long it. as I've known him, he's been like in, in a band of some kind, like going up on stage every weekend or whatever. So he was born, he was born for it. I would say. Yes. I feel like that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh so let's see what else does adam say like uh every week every other week we come to the table (laughs) with one burning topic something like that right that's that's about right yes uh (laughs) i i believe he refers to as fortnightly oh every fortnight that's right the super best friends video game sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight ah 
with a burning topic to discuss from the world of gaming. It's something that's that what he says. That's my yeah, that's no, my that's Adam good. It's really good. But first, what are you playing? <laughs> I love you. The like, delivery was exact. Um, so what have I been playing? I've been playing. I've still been playing that Miitomo game, and it seems like people are kind of dropping off. So it's just like one or two people now that are still posting stuff, and so I'm just like logging in and talking to those two people all the time now, <laughs> which is a little bit lonely. Oh no. Um, yeah. If you, I mean. I'm really disappointed because the party grandpa seems to have like signed on once and then, you know, one and yeah, done sort of I, thing. I think we have a, we have an upcoming Twitter question about that. So, Oh, okay, good. I'll reserve it for them. <laughs> um, let's see what else I've been playing heroes of the storm with you, Miguel. It's been really fun. Yeah. It, it's, it's a fun game. It's it a is. good one. It's a good one. Um, let's see. What else have I been playing? Uh, I played a little bit of the division. I've kind of dropped off of that already. Um, I kind of expected that. I, I got a good, what, uh, 30 hours out of it. You hit the cap, right? Uh, yeah, I hit the cap of 30 and went, did some dark zone stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm done. I may, I may pop back in and do the incursion at some point. Is now there's not much in the way of end game content right now, right? Um, no, I mean, there's just mostly dark zone getting okay. loot, you know, getting better stuff. Uh, and there is the incursion, which is like their raid now that dropped like a week ago or whatever. Oh, right, right. Um, but it's, I haven't played it yet, so I, I have no idea if it's any good. Um, I haven't heard anyone even talk about it actually. So no, me I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and I've been playing that Witcher, the Witcher three. Yeah. How far into it are you now? Uh, I don't know how to say, I don't know how to answer that. It's um, hard. It's an open world game. I mean, uh, I guess you could, I, you could say hours, but I mean, it's so relative to that game. Yeah. I met the ladies of the wood. Oh yeah. 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 That's a cool part. Um, they're creepy as heck. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I like that, uh, for the witcher's lore, like everything, like when it comes to like monsters and beasts, like they're disgusting. Like they're very oh, yeah. <laughs> terrifying. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I love the art. It was kind of a bait and switch. Like this game's over a year old now, so I'm not too worried about spoiling stuff. But nah. um, they kind of like bait and switch. Like the the when you first meet them, they're kind of talking to you in painting form, and they're yeah, like kind of like tapestries. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of like pretty ladies, you know, painted on this tapestry or made in this tapestry. But then you meet them. And I don't, I don't even know what their deal was. They've had, was a, like, they've had a hard life, a party life. And, and also I think they're immortal. So they're like super old. So yeah, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I think I accidentally made Geralt, uh, flirt with them at one point. Oh, nice. Too, which oh, was, man. Uh, when I realized that's the dialogue choice I picked, I was like, Oh no, Oh no, no. <laughs> but <laughs> this is, this is what David's Geralt is into. <laughs> Um, and I also met that uh, the Bloody Baron and kind of did some of his quest stuff. Actually, I think I finished his quest stuff, too. Like, okay. that's the other quest that you have to do yep. alongside that one. So, um, so yeah, I did all that stuff. And I okay. guess I think I just need to f- finish one more thing on in that section and then I can move on or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it all works, but you're, it's, you're it's fun. A pretty, you're pretty good ways into it, though. Oh, really? I okay. think so. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, so how about you? What have you been playing? Well, obviously, we already talked about Here's the Storm. Uh, yes. Putting a lot of time oh, yeah. into that. I never talked about that at all. I guess I just saved it for you. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, we've been playing that a bit. Uh, I've had I've had some free time in the evenings, but my wife has been using the PlayStation for Netflix and whatnot. 
So, mm. uh, yeah, well, here's the storm. It's my, my, my good backup. Oh, okay. It all makes sense now. Well, and I usually go through through stints when it comes to games like MOBAs. Like, I'll play mm-hmm. them, like, pretty pretty hardcore for a week or two, and then I'll give it a mm-hmm. break for, like, a few months. Oh, okay. Back. So Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm technically like that, too. Like, I, I, I still play, like, a game here and there, but then sometimes I, like, play a lot of games in one week or whatever. Right. Um. Yeah, it's it's the, that kind of game can only hold my attention for so long, though. It's a little repetitive um, when it comes to that yeah. kind of stuff. So I usually like if if I feel myself waning a little bit, I'll just give it a break and come back, and there'll be new heroes to play, and mm-hmm. it'll be fun again. Uh, fun fact: my dad's name is Wayne. So whenever people say waning, I think about my dad. <laughs> That's very strange. Or I think about Elmer Fudd saying raining too. That's another possibility. Not Wayne's World, though, huh? No, no. I mean, Wayne is my dad's name first and foremost. Wayne's World is just like some weird thing that happened at some point in my life but huh yeah isn't that a weird perspective like you think very about that strange perspective wayne yeah. the only wayne you probably ever like heard of but you know before i mentioned my dad was that wayne right well or, and, or maybe wayne gretzky wayne brady bruce wayne yeah i guess he's, that's he's true <laughs> wait he's, he's batman are we allowed to say that uh, on this don't, podcast, don't tell nobody. I whispered it. Just don't tell okay. anybody else. We'll okay, good. guys, if you're listening to this podcast, don't tell anyone that Bruce Wayne is is Batman. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Batman, uh-huh. Platinum Dark Knight. Oh yeah. So I was pretty excited about that, and then uh, how? Gosh, how many hours did that whole process take? Ooh, would you reckon? I don't know. Maybe like, maybe like sixty. Oh boy. Somewhere in there. I just, <laughs> oh man. I, I just throw a number out there. I'm not hundred percent sure how long it took. You could have just played the Witcher three again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I plan to at some point. Uh, oh, man. And then I also platinumed, um, Drake's fortune, the uncharted remaster. Oh, nice. The so, whole thing or is that just the first one? No, that's just the first game. So I'll, I'll move okay. on to, uh, um, the second uncharted game next. Mm, and I'll okay. on that platinum. Jeez. That's what oh, I do boy. with my time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I do with my time. <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, no, I mean, I'm, um, I'm leaving next week for a business trip. I'll, I'll be in Wisconsin for like a week. Oh, uh, for business. Are you going to be eating cheese while you're there? I, I assume I have to because thing, right? everybody has brought that up to me. Like, oh, you're going to Wisconsin. You've got to, you've got to try the cheese. <laughs> you know, the best thing about cheese the human race. As far as the eyes can see. <laughs> The best thing about the human race is that we all come up with such original jokes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, like the cheese thing and like how I did the joking thing last podcast with our guest. And he's like, oh, I haven't even heard that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that seems to be a thing out there. But so besides cheese, though, um, I'll probably take my Vita with me and, and work on some more Platinums. Oh, will, will you be trying any of that remote playing stuff? You know, I, I tried it out here locally uh, at home on my PC and it worked great. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to try. I'm going to take a place in control with me and try doing it on the road mm-hmm. um, and see how it works out. Yeah. You know, on that note, <clears throat> I say we hop into some news. Oh, yes. The news. I think that's appropriate. Yeah, because the first thing I want to talk about is that Sony uh, released their newest firmware update. And with it, along with it uh, came a bunch of cool things like, um, well, this is my favorite and this is probably awful for me to admit, but the offline mode is like a godsend for me <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, there are times when I'm playing a game, even a social game, 
and I just want to not be social on it. Like that's possible. Like that. you, you can go questing in you know online games by yourself. And so every now and then, when I'm playing my PS4, I'll just kind of turn that offline mode on, and you know, kind of kind of keep it a secret from everyone. It's but nice I did, to have the option. Yeah, I did notice though that some games will still let your friends know that you're playing it, even if you appear offline. Oh, really? So that's a little bit of a bummer. Hmm. So like, you know, if I was, if I was signed into the division, uh, I, I didn't actually test this, uh, but supposedly if I'm signed into the division, um, but offline mode, um, someone else playing the division would still be able to invite me, see that I'm on and invite me to their group or whatever. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how all that's going to go, but, um, the other cool thing that came with the new PS4 update was, um, a, handy little mac or pc app did we we didn't already talk about this did we Mm, i don't think so i don't think so either but it's been two weeks so i have no idea (laughs) anyways (laughs) um so the so what we were just talking about is the uh the the mac and pc app you can like play remotely within your own home or over the internet kind of like how you can on the vita and uh i'm looking forward to trying that out because um after this week i'm going down to north carolina to visit my family and I'm going to just bring a laptop and my PS4 controller and I'm going to see if I can still play PS4 games while I'm down in North Carolina. So pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try it format, but I'll be in a hotel. So I'll be restricted by hotel network. So I'm not sure what type of network they provide there. It may it may completely not work. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely taking my Vita with me as well. But uh, I'll give it a try. I'm, I'm kind of curious how it works on the road. Yeah, um, and also that that version number is version three point five zero because I didn't I didn't say that earlier. No, so you did there not. You go. Um, so yeah, and uh, I had uh, well actually, why don't you? Do you have any news items you want to talk about? Um, the only one that really sticks out to mind, and, and it's it's not as much of a major news item as I kind of wanted your opinion on this. I thought it was okay. interesting. So um, the day that we're recording this, uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, comes out for PS4. Um, oh, is it today? I didn't even realize I, that. Yeah, it's today. So um, the interesting thing is uh, the original Ratchet and Clank on PS2, great game. Um, and so they've they've redone the game for PS4. But this isn't just like a uh, like a, just a cosmetic upgrade. Uh-huh. They've done a really good job with that piece of it. I mean, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, um, like they've re-recorded every piece of dialogue. Yeah, and, and they've actually like, re- they've got new areas, right? Mm-hmm, new areas, and they've redone um, the some of the story sequences, so that mm-hmm. the game actually fits in closer with the movie that's coming out later this month. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is actually closer to like almost like a Hollywood like remake. Oh, that's interesting. And I don't know of any other games that have quite done that. We've had lots of remasters. Well, Final Fantasy VII's doing that soon, too, yeah, Exactly, right? yeah. That's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Fantasy. This is kind of our first taste of a game that's coming out. And this is staying a little more true to form. It's not really changing a ton. Um, well, it's still the, but same, those, the same genre, I'm imagining. Yeah. And yeah. and essentially what they've done is is kind of refined the combat. Um, some options from the original PS2 version are gone. But in place, I think they've brought in some of the upgrades that came in uh, to the later games in the series. Mm-hmm. So um, you're getting a little bit of a mixed bag of, of the entire Ratchet and Clank series as far as like gameplay goes. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're changing, kind of re-arcing that story so it more it more closely aligns with the movie that they're putting out. Um, and it, yeah, now so now is the movie a different, completely different story from the game? Not or? completely. It's it's pretty close, but I I think they kind of looked at it and were like, you know, beat for beat, the PS2 game doesn't quite work for a movie. 
Mm-hmm. So they, I, I haven't looked into it too, too deeply to see exactly what has changed. Um, yeah, but yeah, this is, but this is the first time I can think of, of something like this kind of happening where they they actually go and not just re-upgrade a game, but remake a game, um, oh. kind of Hollywood style. It's very interesting to me. I, I'm curious. I'm going to read reviews on it, but, uh, the few things I saw on Twitter seems like people are really liking it. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm curious to try it, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a dirty secret of mine, actually. Um, I have never played a single Ratchet and Clank game. Oh, okay. Well, so that's actually a good thing then. Um, oh, it, is it? They're, they're pretty fun games, actually. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, okay, well, to well, be fair, I haven't I... played a Ratchet and Clank game in like in like five or six years now. Um, uh-huh. So I don't know if I still quite love them. But at the time that they came I mean, out, to be I fair, really that could it. be that could be the last time one came out. To be fair, I'm not, I'm not sure. But no, you're, you're probably right. <laughs> um, but uh, can I can I tell you why I haven't played a Ratchet and Clank game ever? Why have you not? Because, okay, so I was this weird person, uh, especially way back when Ratchet and Clank started, where I was like fiercely loyal to certain brands. Um, Like I was Nintendo for life and it took me forever (laughs) to get a PlayStation. And, you know, like I just I just was fiercely loyal to brands. Um, And I loved Naughty Dog. Sure, sure. So you're a crash kid. Yeah, I was a crash kid. Well, this was after I got over my Nintendo thing. But anyway, uh, I was a crash kid. And then uh, I also really loved Jack and Daxter. Um, oh, I played yeah, one solid. and two yeah. like crazy. Um, and I, for some reason in my dumb brain, I just always was like, Ratchet and Clank is just a dumb ripoff of Jack and Daxter, which is clearly <laughs> superior. Why would I ever want to play Ratchet and Clank? Jeez. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's the reason why I never played it. Uh, now I realize obviously that is really dumb. And, uh, so I'm a lot more open to the idea of playing a Ratchet and Clank game. I think you'll have a good time. Um, do we have reviews yet since it's out or like, is that just asking too much nowadays? No, I'm, I'm sure there are, uh, I'm sure there's reviews up already. I, I didn't bother to look. Um, I'm sure there are. Um, and the PS2 game when it came out was received really well. Um, so I guess it's just a matter of whether or not it holds up over time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Somnet Games, though. I mean, they're, they're a solid studio. I got to imagine that they were very smart about overhauling this game and probably, you know, really, really went into it and kept what worked, lost mm-hmm. a few things that didn't, um, and, and maybe aligning it closer to what the movie is makes it a better game story-wise. I, I mm-hmm. have no idea. I could not tell you the story of the PS2 version of Ratchet and Clank <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Um, oh, it looks like uh, I just looked up the Metacritic score. So far, it's sitting at 86 on Metacritic, yeah, which is not bad. Yeah. yeah. Not too shabby. So, yeah. I'm, uh, I put it on my radar. You know, there it is right there on my radar. <laughs> and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. No harm there. Um, yeah. No harm. No foul. Uh, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I think it's a baseball thing. But anyways, um, I had one other news item I wanted to talk about, oh, um, which you know, we we're basically super VR friends, video game sleepover. Um, <laughs> I hope no one's getting sick of that. Cause it's <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know our friend, uh, Ruben is real sick of our VR talk, but oh, I'm, I'm very sorry, Ruben. I mean, it is, it is the future. I think it's, and so, it's at least the hot thing right now. Yeah. Like I actually saw t- a tweet today. Someone was like the way we think of certain physical objects now in about 10 years will just be items on VR stores that we buy. And uh, one example was like giant screen TVs. Um, this person is convinced that in like 10 years, you won't buy a TV. You'll just have your VR headset and you'll buy a 99 cent 
you know, 70 inch TV to, to watch stuff on in your VR. That's, which, that's a very strange thought to me. It's a very strange thought, but it actually kind of makes sense if VR takes off as crazy as everyone thinks it's going to. So, um, but a little bit of bad news on that front. Um, apparently there's like huge component shortages affecting both the Oculus and the HTC Vive. Yeah. Um, both companies have been very nonspecific with what those components are that are they're having shortages with, um, which is really weird. Like that, I actually see that as kind of shady, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, but so in specifically in the case of the Oculus, um, pre-orders have slipped several months now. Um, I have a tweet from um, the, a person named Jeff Kanata that I follow on Twitter. Um, and he he tweeted, order process 12 minutes after Oculus went on sale. My new estimated ship date is May 16th through May 26th, two months after release. So this is a guy that or pre he he got on the site and pre-ordered within 12 minutes. Right. And he's not getting his Oculus until two months after the Oculus was released. Um, and he finished that tweet with, that's a botched launch. Um, so he's clearly not very happy. And a lot of people are expressing this. Um, another person on Twitter uh, that I follow is Justin McElroy. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's a great dude. I love their show. Um, a bim bam. <laughs> my brother, my brother, and me. And uh, also I love his stuff on Polygon. Monster Factory, by the way, is amazing. If you've never watched it, this is a quick side note. Go watch <laughs> Monster Factory on YouTube. You will laugh your head off. Anyways, Justin McElroy tweeted, I'm trying really hard not to be frustrated by the multi-month delay on my Rift order. I'm lucky to even be in a position to buy one. So he's trying to, you know, see the, you know, silver lining on his uh, pre-order woes. But, I mean, what is this? Do you think this is going to affect the PSVR? Well, should we jump into Twitter questions? Because we actually have a Twitter question about that. segue over i don't have a clever way to do that but i mean <laughs> you kind of just did it yeah in a clever way well so, i yeah. wouldn't call that clever um but uh we got well, a tweet from julian suga i'm gonna say oh yeah 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 julian or it suga. could be like hip-hop sugar sugar <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh man but julian, I hope it's that one seems julian like it seems like a very a uh, very cool person Yes. Uh, do you think PSVR will fall victim to shortages like the Rift and the Vive? And what can oh, Sony man. do to prevent this? Um, so I think it's a valid question. It's kind of like you're talking about. Like we're, we're seeing it with both platforms. Um, what's to stop this from happening with Sony? Um, I think something that would help would be to know what that what that component is. You know, like that's what the hard is, part. Without that transparency, it's very difficult to know what it is it's holding up. Is is it something? Is it like the same item affecting both? devices uh yeah are they both ordering something from the same factory um, Man, if yeah what if you know that could that could be a funny thing what if htc vive and oculus both use this one really specific component and neither of them like thought to like just to see if the competitor was going to use that same component you know and so they sure you know they're like oh well they'll, they'll have plenty of these in the factory and then all of a sudden both of them are launching and they use up all those specific components. And that, that's what I'm imagining is happening. Like this one factor is like, oh my gosh, we suddenly have billions of orders for this one component that we've never <laughs> sold before. Yeah, um, I'm not sure like what that. it is, but um, I want to say two or three weeks ago, I, I listened to an interview 
um, that Shuhei Yoshida did with um, Colin Moriarty. Mm-hmm. And he'd actually specifically called out one of the reasons that PSVR was coming out so much later in the year than a lot of people um, had kind of predicted was specifically because when they started um, kind of vetting the interest in the VR headset, mm-hmm. um, the reception was far more positive than they initially expected. Oh. And so they knew if they started taking pre-orders now to hit a summer date, they would not be able to meet that that demand. Um, mm-hmm. So they've delayed it in order to manufacture more headsets. Oh, so Sony has kind of already taken steps to do this. Um, I see because they are expecting, you know, and, and I think they can kind of gauge the market a little easier with, you know, Oculus and Vive putting their pre-order stuff out there um, mm-hmm. much earlier than they did, even though um, even though a lot of people would say that PSVR is not directly comparable to those. It is in the same market. And I think they're they're kind of looking at the reception those headsets are getting. They've kind of done some market value on their own headset and they realize like, we we need to push this, this date back a little bit. So we have time to actually manufacture enough headsets. Mm -hmm. Um, There still could be shortages, but at the very least Sony has, has already taken some steps to mitigate that. Okay. Well that's, uh, you know, that's very positive and hopeful and, you know, I hope, I hope Sony knows what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, they've been pretty successful so far this generation. So yeah. I, th- I think it's, I think it's pretty likely that they kind of have figured out what's going on. I so. hope somebody has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be a bummer if all, all three VR headsets on the market, all of them had these crazy delays. Yeah. And, and like, we don't get any of them. And I mean, some of them have shipped, but most people don't get any until next year or whatever. That would be sad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I have one more thing I want to throw into the news that I was not planning on, but I was like, you know what? This is, this is newsworthy. Okay. Let's roll the clock um, back a minute. Yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling back to news. Really, we're back to news. This is what happens when Adam's not here to keep things in check. We do what we want. You want to jump backwards in the segments? We We do that. Hey, we could even go back and talk about more games we've been playing if we want. But (laughs) we could. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't. Uh, Or we could go back to the introduction. Actually, just do that. Hi, I'm David Tate uh, Tater Tot. Uh, No, anyway, better the first um, time. (laughs) Blizzard uh, had their Heroes of the Dorm tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which is they had a bunch of different college teams um, competing for uh, scholarship money. Uh, so basically, if if you're if they're if like, so if you were in college and you had a Heroes of the Storm team at your college, you could enter this competition. And if you won, you know the whole bracket. If you won the championship bracket, you would have your tuition completely paid for, which is really awesome it's kind of like college it's like the college basketball of video games and uh you know it, it was really fun i actually watched uh most of it as it was happening um and the grand finals were on espn2 which is pretty cool um and i just wanted to say a quick little shout out to uh arizona state university that uh won in the end and that's pretty cool i mean we have esports happening on on tv and i, I we talked about this last year when it happened but um, I just really want to like raise awareness for it. Cause I think it's really cool. It and is I cool. think, I think more of this should happen on television and when it does happen, nerds should, uh, should rejoice. So congrats to <laughs> ASU. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Really? Did you watch any of it? I haven't yet. Um, I'll probably go watch some archive stuff on it soon. Uh, work's been killing me a little bit this last two weeks. Oh man. Yeah. I, I know how that feels. Actually, this is the first week I haven't had overtime every day. So it's been, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on that overtime nice. kick. And in fact, as soon as we're done recording here, I've got to hop on to a <laughs> conference call 
Hooray! Uh, from 10 to midnight. It should be awesome. What? Yeah. I don't even understand how, what do you talk about for two hours? <laughs> oh, you don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we don't need to get into that. It's bad. Oh, anyway, let's hop back into those Twitter questions <laughs> since we're all over the place tonight or today or whatever you're sure. listening to this lovely podcast. Uh, our next question was from Jay Biz, who also sounds like some sort of hip hop mogul. I'm, I'm liking these names. Uh, uh, he's one of the active Mitomo people that I was talking about. Yeah, by the in way, fact, that. his question was regarding Mitomo. Yes. So he asked, uh, Mitomo, is it just an innocent battery draining app or a malicious plot by Nintendo to gather data <laughs> on all of us? Fair question. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to say it's a little bit of both because um, it's definitely a battery hug. If if I use Mitomo for like an hour, my phone's battery is gone. And I've done that before, by the way. I've just sat there reading Mitomo answers for an hour. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me, Mike. But uh, it's just really addicting. Um, and yeah, like there is a battery saving mode, but then the frame rate drops to like five frames per second Ugh. and it just drives me crazy. So um, what do you think? Is it what do you, which one of those do you think it is? Mike? I, I don't think that Nintendo yet has the like Internet wherewithal to be like snooping everyone's data. <laughs> I think they're still pretty new to this internet thing, which is very shocking <laughs> to this date, yeah. but mm-hmm. I don't think it's, it's quite their, their forte just yet. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. I, I think um, the, the bigger uh, problem with Mitomo is that after about a day of use, it's really boring. Yeah, it is. It is a little boring. I don't know why I keep going back. Um, I think it's because like there are some newer friends of mine on Mitomo and like they're still kind of using it. And That's so fair. it's kind of a, it's a fun way to learn about like new friends, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, cause I'm really bad at socializing. Um, I, I think a lot of nerds are with me on this. Um, well, I mean you, you are on a podcast though, so you can't yeah, be horrible this, at socializing, but like I kind of, I already know your brain and I know how it's going to react to things. And you know what I mean? Like, like when, when it comes to meeting new people, I am so bad at connecting with people hmm. that I don't know. Um, like, uh, I just don't know what to say. I assume they have nothing in common with me. Um, there's this friend of mine at work, uh, named Katie and I just assumed, Hey, this, there's this girl. She doesn't look nerdy at all. She, I probably have absolutely zero in common with her. And then one day she saw me watching monster factory and now we're like really good friends because (laughs) it just turns out I'm wrong about all of that stuff. Here's, here's a, here's a mic pro tip for life. Okay. Just go ahead and assume that everybody's a little bit into you. <laughs> like not a lot. Don't get conceited. But maybe, you know. We got we got Mike's pro tips for life. Yeah. On uh we got got a little episode Mike's, of that on yeah. this podcast. That's you pretty know, nice. Subtitle, socializing. <laughs> so anyway, I'm really bad at socializing and Mitomo helps kind of like stoke the the flames of socialization. I I had fun with Mitomo uh creating uh Rubber Dumps the Party Grandpa, but unfortunately uh, can, can Rumpa Dumps make a triumphant return, please? I, I don't think so, because I don't have a Nintendo <laughs> account. Uh, what? Yeah, I don't have a Nintendo account. And so, like, when I deleted the app... Uh, you deleted the app? Yeah, oh yeah, it's gone. Why? I, I locked Rumpa Dumps, the party grandpa, in his apartment. Oh, no! And I left, and I haven't been back in weeks. Why did you delete it? So I assume he's starved to death by now. Mike, why did you delete it? <laughs> he's partying it? with angels now. Oh no! Oh, rest in peace, Rumpa Dumps. Oh, that makes me sad. Um, 
anyways, it's probably connected with your Twitter account. You can probably resurrect her at any time. Uh, I believe we have one more Twitter question. We do. Uh, this one is from JJ. You know, we only uh, had time to do a, a few Twitter questions, so I grabbed three and I I decided to just go and stick with J's. I went with a theme. Anyone with a name yeah, J, you got in. J's. You just sorted them alphabetically and I picked did. the ones uh, from J category. And uh, JJ asked, do you have a favorite game you play regularly? Mine is split between Rocket League and Splatoon. Just some solid picks. Yeah, I actually never played Splatoon. It's fun. Um, it looks fun, yeah. I mean, Rocket League is where it's at. And I, I can jump I into Rocket, Rocket League at any about, moment. It's so much fun. I played Rocket League about 15 minutes. I was like, yeah, that was enough. That's enough of that. Ah, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, my game that I play regularly is, as you may guess, Heroes of the Storm. Um, it's one of those games. I don't like play it religiously all the time, but I have like, I just keep coming back to it over and over again. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just really like the leveling system. Uh, they keep adding new characters. Like I believe they, the rate that they're adding new characters is like two a month. So, you know, if I, if I leave the game for a month and come back, there's like two new characters that I have no idea how they work and it just like changes the game and it's really fun. Um, and I just started actually just started getting into hero mode, hero league, hero league. Yeah. 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 The ranked mode. And it's, it's really good. I just tried that for the first time with you this week and it was really fun. Um, it takes so many matches to get placed though. So like the whole point of hero league is that you get like a ranking and you kind of know how good you are compared to everyone else. Like, you know, I'm 30 in Hero League. I'm ranked 30 in Hero League. I'm ranked 20 in Hero League. It's kind of like Hearthstone where the lower your number, the better you're ranked well, until you get to like rank one or whatever. I don't I don't know anything about that. I played one match of Hero League and I won. And so I feel like at this point, if I retire, I can just go ahead and, and retire undefeated. <laughs> yeah, but you're not placed. So you don't really know. But I'm undefeated. Well I mean, you can't you can't place me. I cannot argue with that logic. perfect winning streak. <laughs> I definitely can't argue with that logic, but I feel like you're missing something. Uh, maybe <laughs> I'll think I'll stew on it for a bit. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's where an audible commercial would go, but we don't have any information for that. So I may have to record that later. Well, we could do it now if you want. I mean, I don't know what to say. Do you have it? Um, I I can I can fumble way through a through a commercial. Okay, I can let's fumble do way it. through anything. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. Let's do a little audible ad I, then. I, I guess I got to put my Adam hat on real quick. Okay. Okay. Audible is offering the listeners of this podcast a free audiobook of their choice with a free doing this thirty day trial membership. I channel Adam. This is what I do. <laughs> Just go so to audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs and choose from over 180,000 audio programs you download a free title you start listening it's fun and easy and, and good to do good to do <laughs> hey do you have a do you have a book to recommend i'm still channeling adam so i'm just gonna go ahead and recommend adam's uh <laughs> audio book from from last podcast which was masters of doom how two guys created an empire and transform <laughs> pop culture uh, it's written by uh, David Kushner and it's narrated by Will Wheaton. Oh yeah, and it's about that those guy. it's about those id gentlemen that made that Doom game you may have heard about. Oh, and right, how it kind of changed the industry. Mike, you're reading something, aren't you? You have to be. I don't have to be doing anything. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, audibletrial.com/sbfvgs. 
um, subscribe to that. That is actually the best way you can support the podcast. It so, is. So give it a look, see, please. Okay. Well, that brings us to the uh, meat and potato of our podcast, it sure as does. it were. Um, and I have selected the topic this time. And what I like about the fact that I've selected the topic this time is that because it's just me and Mike, Mike cannot sit there and not say anything about something that he's potentially <laughs> not interested in, which here's, he usually does. Here's what I like is this week officially is my week to pick the topic. Wait, is it? It is. Oh, so we're not even going with the one that no, I... No, no, no. Was- we're going to go ahead and do that. Oh, I just okay. wanted to make a point. Yeah. I'm that nice of a guy. That you're letting me do this? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know we had an official... Like, I don't this think This is we my do. week and... Oh, we don't. No. Okay. So <laughs> well, you're just, we probably you're just- should. That would help. <laughs> but that's, organization That's something like help. professionals do. I don't know. But organization that? is also really hard to do, you know? So... <laughs> So maybe I just can't be organized. That's fine. Anyways. uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, the topic that I have selected for this fine episode, um, what is uh, something along these lines? Uh, I did. I never, I didn't have time to like sit down and write it out officially. So I'm going to kind of like read what I had typed in our emails and we'll see how that goes. But, uh, so now that we've seen what blizzard intends to do to tell the story of the world of overwatch, um, in the two, like as of the recording of this podcast, they've released two different videos mm-hmm. uh, set in the Overwatch world. One f- uh, featuring, oh, what is that ape guy's name? Uh, Winston. Winston. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and also, uh, there's a like the Reaver or Reaper or something is in that too. And then the second one is featuring um, Black Widow. And is that her name, Black Widow? Uh, I, I think, think so. I think it's just the widow, but I'm not hundred percent. Or just I'd, widow. I'd have to Google it. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, widow and tracer, which is like everyone's favorite. Uh, all the single guys keep saying they want to marry tracer. Uh, <laughs> I have said that at one point as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, so, so th- they're really great shorts. And if you haven't seen them, I would recommend going to the overwatch YouTube channel and watching them because they are really cool. They're like, they're kind of like a PG 13 Pixar, if, if you will, like, uh, you know, it's not like super adult, but it's a little bit more mature themed than a Pixar movie would be. Like I couldn't imagine widow being in a Pixar movie, for example. Um, but, uh, it's, so their YouTube channel is uh, play overwatch. Um, so I think you can just type in youtube.com slash play overwatch. I think I'm not sure. Anyways, something like that. Um, so now that we've seen those, uh, do you think they will be enough? Uh, like for someone like you who like is really interested in story and I'm really interested in story too, but, um, <clears throat> you know, I have played games that don't have story before. Um, so is it enough to keep you interested in buying the game of overwatch? Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting question because, um, other games have tried something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, destiny kind of springs to mind in that they, they actually did have like this rich backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, that required you to go outside the game to really get all of it. Um, yeah. and overwatch is doing the same thing, but overwatch is, is definitely killing it as far as presentation of that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's far more compelling to go watch like a short film. That's, you know, two to five minutes or something like that, 
as opposed to just like going on, like reading a blog about what this area is like. (laughs) It's true. So that is like the only way you can read destiny's grimoire is on their website or on your, on their little iPhone app, which I mean, even just putting it in the game would make it so much better. It would make it more like the codex in mass effect. Yeah. Which I actually did go and read those. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, all, all things, you know, being fair, uh, mass effect has a great universe. Even if you don't go read those codex, um, yeah, I just true. like that world so much that I ended up reading those codex because I wanted more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Overwatch looks really fun. Um, I'm not trying to give it a pass, but I, I mean, I understand that this is essentially the replacement for Team Fortress Two. Um, yeah, I think at least that's what they're hoping. Yeah, uh, whether that happens or not Very, remains to be seen. Totally fair. <laughs> yeah. um, and so at least my my background of having played a bunch of Team Fortress Two um, way back when. I kind of felt like I knew what it was as it was coming out. So it wasn't something that came out or, you know, was coming out and I was expecting a bunch of story to it. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that's not hundred percent fair. That's, that's definitely a bias. I, I know a little bit of history on, on just the way that company has done things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that uh, the gameplay looks really fun and those cinematics are fantastic. And so um, it's not optimally how I would want that story delivered. Um, mm-hmm. however, it is much better than having a nothing or be like, yeah, having to just go to like the website and just read it. Um, <laughs> it is far more compelling the way they've done it. Um, I, I would be really happy if somewhere down the road, they kind of found a way to squeeze in some kind of campaign. I don't know how you do that in a game that yeah. has like 30 or 40 characters. Um, so yeah, how would you, I don't even know. Is, and and I, my guess is that's part of what this is, is like, look, we're, we're making this, this kind of deathmatch versus game. It's got like 40 characters. Anything that tries to tell a story that focuses around that many characters is going to be bad. There's, there's yeah. just no way to, to do that uh, and do it well. See Titanfall's campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not to diss anyone at, uh, uh, oh, what was the name? Uh, yeah. Respawn. There, there, I mean, that game was really fun, but the story, like, I don't, I have no idea what happened no, in the no, game. It, it was like a real campaign. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I really, I like, I like the way you think, Mike. Um, most people do, also, I'm told. I, also, I did not know that you were interested in Overwatch when I formulated this question. Well, so. yeah. Uh, having it, you know, having this ancillary come out, uh, that reminds me so much of Team Fortress 2, and I really like Team Fortress 2. Um, Mm-hmm. back when I used to play it. So I got kind of just jazzed about that piece of it. Um, gameplay looks really, really solid. Um, and really they're, they're, we, we talked about the two shorts that they put out, mm-hmm. um, but they put out that initial um, cinematic to kind of um, debut the game. Oh man, and, that, man. Yeah. That thing was so like hooked me. Was, it hooked you know, me, man. Actually the reason there, there's going to be two more of these cinematics, by the way, at least for now, um, they'll right. probably do more eventually, but for now, the only two more in the pipeline are coming out. I don't know when, but sometime soon leading up to the release. Mm-hmm. Um, but those four, these four new ones exist because the reaction to the Oprah, for, to the like announcement trailer was so overwhelming. I believe like, everyone, it was like, really good everyone lost their minds and um, myself included. And so um, the, the yeah. only sad part about that is I showed that, uh, that sent act to my daughter and then she was bummed that it wasn't like a full movie. Oh, she kind of thought that's what that, what I was showing her. She didn't quite understand. She's only five. She doesn't oh. know. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
so yeah, she's a little bummed, but we've been watching the shorts together as they come out and, and she's, That's she's awesome. really jazzed every time we get a new one. Plus that, that whole, like, uh, let's we could talk about the, I, I, I need to share my views on this, but we could talk about the, the shorts a little bit. Yeah, that, sure. The whole robot love thing. I don't know. I don't know if you watched Futurama to the point where they got to, <laughs> I, to the robo sexual <laughs> episode. You got metal fever, boy. Metal fever. <laughs> It totally reminded me of that, but it's like a serious presentation it's of the it, Lucy is, Liu episode. If anyone's curious, oh, oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay, I I forgot all about that. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyways, I, I thought that was really cool to see. Like, you know, there's like a bunch of robot human couples in the yeah. crowd and everything, and and that's that's one of those things I'm kind of curious now without without having like a full kind of story to this game. That I do have all these kind of questions about that universe like it does seem yeah. like there's i don't want to spoil anything in the in the short um you guys should definitely go watch it um but like yeah there's there's this whole it seems like a movement of like treating robots like you treat people um mm-hmm. which is uh, totally fine it's that's not uh, too bad but if we I, ever reach the singularity it will that's something that's inevitable sure. i think eventually i just so. don't know, understand enough about that world so that if like uh, let's say a robot dies is that sad because i mean you just fix them or something right oh man can't oh man i don't know i don't know that that world is yet so oh that's so interesting oh you should tweet these questions at someone that works at blizzard <laughs> <laughs> i want to know the answer to that question too now <laughs> Um, so yeah, let me, let me just kind of share my thoughts about this whole thing really quick. Um, so I'm actually kind of super glad that they're choosing to tell these overwatch stories in video form. Um, because again, like you said, the, the, the gameplay of, uh, of overwatch, it doesn't seem like it would be conducive to a story in any way. Like I just can't imagine a campaign in that kind of gameplay. You know, no, I agree. With um, you. And so I feel like if they had tried to put a campaign in there, it would have just completely felt shoehorned in like it. It would have just been like, oh, we're Blizzard. We know we have to have a campaign. Try this, you know, like let's cram this into this Team Fortress 2 style game, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I, you know, Team Fortress 2 has been doing this for a while, actually, where they just kind of release every time they release a new update, they release a new like cinematic quote unquote featuring, you know, a, a character, a specific, uh, new class or whatever, or, you know, debuting the new game type. Um, and those are always really fun, but it seems like at least as of right now, it seems like blizzard is on track to, to release them more often, which is, which is really exciting to me anyway, because I mean, we're getting four before the launch. It'd be really cool. Like what if they were able to keep going yeah. and like, you know, one every two months or something. It would be awesome. I don't know. I don't know what's realistic for their pipeline. I, I don't, but I, I do know uh, as far as that kind of thing goes, Blizzard has always excelled at cinematics. Yeah. It's I mean, always been, it's always been a strong suit for them. And it's funny, you know, a lot of friends of mine say Blizzard is really good at storytelling and you know, it's maybe that you, maybe comparatively that used to be true in the past, but if you go back and like, uh, watch the story, quote unquote, of um, let's say I don't know, even even Warcraft three. Like, sure, yes, there was a cool story in there, 
but it, it actually wasn't told that great. No, no, I, um, I would agree with you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, like the, some of the cinematics are downright corny now, but what, what they've always done is like push the boundaries of storytelling in video games. I think that's the best way to put it. They haven't always been master storytellers. No, but I think but, like their cinematography is always like, really yeah, good. And they're, yeah. They've, they've always pushed the boundaries of storytelling in games. I, I think is that. a better way to put it. Um, and so, yeah, they're, they're doing that again, except in this case, it's not really in a game anymore. It's just, in the cinematic, which I think is, is really cool. So, um, you know, at some point it, it would be cool to see them like f- see if they could. Okay. So what Hearthstone did, and I don't know if this was successful or not, but they, they actually found a way to add campaigns into their game, which is crazy to me, like a card game with a campaign. What? <laughs> um, but they did it and I, I never played any of them cause I got really bored of Hearthstone really fast, but, sure. um, I'm curious to see whether or not like those were successful and if they'll try to do more of those or not. Um, so I guess this is a question to you, Twitter listeners, um, or Facebook listeners or however you want to get in touch with us. Just listeners. I mean, just listeners in general. Um, (laughs) why don't you let us know what, how, how that hearthstone campaign was, um, like in terms of, did it tell a story? I don't know. Um, I played the the first campaign that came out. I'd, I'd be curious to oh, get other people's perspective on it. Um, yeah. And it was more like, a, I guess, just like a single player kind of versus thing. Just instead of just playing against uh, the regular like practice match, uh, mm-hmm. it kind of gave you an opportunity to play against other, you know, quote unquote heroes that are um, in a game with with special abilities and things like that. But did it like have a story? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say add a story. Like it, it, it tells you like that you're kind of trying to get to a particular person to stop something. It, it's not like you're not getting any story out of it. I feel hmm. pretty confident saying it's not a story. Um, okay. Because I was thinking maybe they could find some way to do a quote unquote campaign for overwatch. Maybe right. at some point in the future, maybe DLC or something. I don't know where maybe, you're fighting a team and it's the good guys versus the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And you're on the, whichever side you choose. I'd be interested. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea how they would do it though. Yeah. But I'm curious to other people's thoughts on that subject though. So yeah, please yeah. tweet at us like SBF VGS podcast. Uh, yeah. So kind of on, on the same note of overwatch, um, mm-hmm. and, and you know, we've talked about team fortress too, and that's a valve game, but, um, there's a lot of these coming out right now. It's to me kind of strange, the timing of all of this, like, uh, overwatch is coming out and we, we had, we just had our, our, uh, good friend, Joe King from gearbox software on uh, last episode talking about Battleborn, which is mm-hmm. not, not exactly the same thing, but it, it's pretty close. And by the way, I haven't talked about this. I haven't played Battleborn as of this recording, but by the time this episode comes out, I will have played some Battleborn and I'll, Maybe I'll share some thoughts on Twitter about it I since played it won't a little make bit. it into I, the show. Yeah, I plan on spending a little more time with it before I talk about it, though. Yeah. Um, and I actually uh, think Battleborn I, actually has a campaign. Yeah, it does have a campaign. It's a, it's a little bit of a different animal than Overwatch. Uh, right. I think I think they know that they're going to be compared to Overwatch a lot. So sure. they're trying to differentiate it as much as possible. For example, uh, Battleborn is way more of a MOBA than overwatch is overwatch is like a class-based 
you know, objective shooter. So like you have to push the cart through the level to the end or, um, you know, you have to capture all of these control that's points fair. Or and, and I think that's why I draw that team fortress two comparison so heavily. Cause that's exactly, yeah, it's, it's like, there's your death. It's a match, lot more team fortress. There's, yeah. yeah. There's like an escort, like push the cart. Um, mm-hmm. whereas maybe battleborn is going to fall closer in competition with games like Paragon. Yeah, uh, it is. It's more like Paragon. Um, except it's more of a shooter even than Paragon is. Sure. Because um, <clears throat> Paragon is Epic's third-person MOBA, which is basically still a MOBA, but, like, aiming matters. Um, that's kind of the biggest difference. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, Battleborn is a first-person MOBA where aiming totally matters, and it's way more action-y, uh, and the items, it it's a whole different thing. Like, in Paragon, you have to, like, you know, armor up and pick the right items before you even start playing. Mm. Uh, Battleborn has a little bit of that, but anyway, I, I think we may have talked about this in the last episode. We I don't know. Someone, someone talked about um, the way you gear up in Battleborn is more dynamic than in Paragon. Anyways, all this to say, uh, so Battleborn's coming out, which is another, you know, similar kind of mostly multiplayer game, but there's a campaign too. Uh, and what else? Sorry, I derailed you. No, no, that's that's about it. I was just kind of curious. Um, it seems like now, there's a now lot that you're of, bringing it up, and I'm thinking about Paragon and Battleborn are, are kind of a different animal than Overwatch. Uh, right. It was just on the surface level. I was kind of like, man, we're getting a lot of these kind of games coming out right now. It's very strange. There's a to me. lot of yeah. There's a lot of competitive. There was also Titanfall two that was just announced. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of like competitive you know, esports style games coming out that all want to be the game, you know, um, Halo five is still going strong. They keep releasing free DLC, which is mind blowing to me. Like back, back when Bungie was doing Halo, you had to pay for all the DLC. Um, and Halo five's DLC has pretty much all been free, which is fascinating to me. Um, I think it has not even just pretty much, it has all been free. So, and they, I mean, they've added tons of maps and stuff and it's interesting because I think MLG isn't even a thing anymore, right? Major league gaming, I think got purchased by someone, maybe even blizzard. I don't know. But so like esports is like still a thing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like there's a big centralized location for it anymore. No, I, I think you're right in that regard. Like I, I, I think there's a space for esports, but right now it's very segmented. Like Mm-hmm. Um, fighting games kind of have their community and first person shooters have their community and MOBAs have their community. You don't see a ton of crossover in these communities. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see, ever, but with these games that are kind of like crossing genres, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the esports space. You know what you I, th- know, I like, think we need, and this is, mm-hmm. this is a reference that's going to, that's going to date me as most of my oh references do. <laughs> but we kind of uh-huh. need an esports like Bo Jackson thing going on. I need like one guy oh. that's maybe not the best, but he's pretty good at a lot of these things. Let's go, Bo. Let's <laughs> Bo knows. Bo knows. Gosh, Bo knows. what no, was it? Baseball and football. football? Uh, and then I think he tried to. I don't know. He tried a few other things besides that too. But <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael Jackson went from basketball to baseball, and I actually saw him Michael, play a game. Michael Jackson did I'm that? sorry Michael Jordan okay I didn't remember that section of his career but <laughs> where Michael Jackson went from baseball <laughs> basketball to baseball yeah yeah um no Michael Jordan switched from basketball to baseball yes and uh, as, I actually saw was, him play uh so so thoughtfully put together in the documentary Space Jam 
<laughs> what? Wait, is he playing baseball in Space Jam? Yeah, remember he leaves basketball to play oh, baseball. I forgot. Oh Just go watch it again. I do need to watch it again. I need to uh, come on and slam and welcome to the jam. Yeah. Right? So I think I need to. Someone's got to stand up to those monsters. So, so, yeah, I would say the... Uh, Basically, what we've discovered in this topic is that we all need to go watch Space Jam. I think that's totally fair. I think I think that can wrap it up. <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, I think we may have made it to end of the show. Plugs for men. For mans. Yeah, for for man's. I've noticed you say that every single time. Yeah, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I could think of. So that's you want to go with. I don't know everything Adam says here, but something tells me you have a script to go I, off of. I so don't know if I have a script, but let me let me just hold Are on. Just gonna channel, just go him? channel Adam from Vegas. <laughs> mm. Buffet. I don't buy any of this. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh yeah, he he did he did go see Jerry Seinfeld, Cirque du Soleil. Oh yeah, he went and saw Beatles Love. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So far, you're uh, you're. I've, I'm, I'm a, feeling a very channeled right now, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like Adam would want me to tell everyone to check out uh, sbfegs.com. Oh yeah, that's a good site. We've got links on there for our episodes, uh, YouTube videos. Uh, occasionally, I post articles on there called The Hunt, which uh, documents some of my trophy hunting exploits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have one for this week. It just been slammed at work, but next week I will be on a business trip and I will have a few nights all to my lonesome, uh, in a hotel. Oh, and so I will probably go ahead and write one then. So I would expect you'll one. feel like a bachelor for those f- It'll three be nights. Weird. It's going to be very strange. I haven't been away now, from my family, uh, for a week <laughs> <laughs> since my daughter was born. So it's going to be very think about strange. This. Think about this for a second, Mike, every night when you go back to your hotel room and like, you've got nothing to do, that is like every day for me <laughs> yeah see i don't know what exactly what that feels like uh I've you kind will of forgotten. know <laughs> you so. will know soon <laughs> uh you can also go directly to our uh youtube page by hitting uh, bit.ly slash sbfvgsyt feel free yt to- because we got it because we got it that's <laughs> my i don't know why it's my dumb joke now that i make every time do yourself a solid and get yourself an sbf vgs themed t-shirt or uh maybe a onesie over at Cat. do we have onesies I, uh, well i we used to i don't know if we still do. i have to look adam <laughs> controls that store so uh what is it cafe pre- what is cafe press.com slash fbs uh fb sorry the channel's it's weakening hold on i gotta focus back in cafe press.com slash sbf vgs yeah, there's totally a onesie. It's pink. Well, oh, but there's more colors available. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just like, well, you know, a pink onesie is kind and, of the way to go. And there's a Tate bag. I mean, tote bag <laughs> uh, <laughs> with my stupid cherub face on it. Uh, I wouldn't say that that's stupid. It's adorable. <laughs> Our friend. Some would say. The show, some would say totes adorb. Totes adorbs. Sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> friend of the show, Kimmy, made that dumb thing. And now it exists my, forever and ever. It exists forever for, and it can be yours for $15. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a solid deal. 
<laughs> what? There's a hotcakes baby bodysuit? I didn't even know about that one. This is our store. You should know these things. <laughs> I don't know anything that happens in our store. What are you, crazy? You guys can support the show by going to audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS and signing up for a free audiobook. Uh, we would also appreciate if you guys, I mean, it's free. It supports the show. That's phenomenal. If you've already done that, or maybe you already have Audible because it's such a great service and you can't do it again. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That actually helps people discover oh, the show. So we get more helpful. listeners. Yeah. It's very, very helpful for us. Um, special thanks to our buddy Eric Kruger for the podcast logo. Um, and thanks for his handsome face. His handsome we face. We can't forget that. He's a gorgeous man. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. No, I do know that. I, I've known him for a long That's time. That's true. You've touched his face. Mm, I don't know if I have. I don't. Th- I think the answer to that is no. Okay. You touched his face. Okay. If you say so. Special thanks to Eric Kruger for letting us touch his face. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SBFVGS. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter at SBFVGS podcast. <laughs> I'm still laughing about thanks for letting <laughs> us touch his face. Oh, Because you're so, so full funny. of joy and thankfulness. That's well, I am very full of joy and thankfulness. Yes, I knew Thank, you would I'm glad be. you know that. I'm glad you noticed that about me. You can find us individually <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, Adam is at Barry White. I don't know why you'd bother communicating with him. He's not even here. Yeah, so, he's not. Nah, just ignore him. Just remember, feel free to tweet at Adam. I don't want to exclude Adam. Just remember, he doesn't love you like I do. Man, nah, don't tweet at Adam. Tweet at Mike. Yeah, you can tweet at Mike uh, at Taco Douglas uh, and our uh, uh, other guy. That guy. That's me. Oh, it's my, you, yes. Me. Tater Tot. See, it says David J. Tate here. Yeah, no, that's my Twitter name. Oh, got it. At David J. Tate. But you can call me Tater Tot if you want to. I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> or just Tot. That's actually what they call me at uh, Shade FX, where I work right now. Uh, they just call me Tot. T-O-T. Nice. It's great. Yeah. You can find us under those same names on uh, on PSN if you want to play some Not games. Tot. Except for, David except J. Tate. for me. Uh, yeah, you're the different I'm one. I'm the different one. I'm taco underscore Douglas. Although I'm kind of thinking that old David here needs to change his PSN to, to tater tot. I can't. Is it taken? Well, that and you can't change well, you your have to start PSN. A new, you have to start a new PSN. No, account. no. Yes. Consider it. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> we've gotten real weird in the last like five minutes i think it was weird the from the moment we started it was weird but it's good weird i like this this is fun it's like yeah. uh it's it's no pressure less pressure adam should still more often i don't feel his, his yeah. judging eyes on me i don't feel the strong need to not say stupid things you know i and that, I, I like that i have broken the channel with adam what how in the world do we end this show Oh, I think. Oh, no. I just realized a very sad truth. What's that? You have no idea how your show ends? No, I'm about to be clapping by myself. Oh, that's very true. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely not filling Adam's Adam's part to that. Oh, no. I broke the channel in advance of that so that there's no way that that can happen. (laughs) Um, He says something about like, you know, hit us up with your questions if you want to be included in the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit us up on Twitter for uh, with, with your questions, musings. Something like something that. Something like that. He talks so much. <laughs> he does. He's a talker. He talks so, he's a talker. He is a real, he's a real talker. Um, and then he says, like, uh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> and then one of us usually goes, goodbye. 
Okay. And then and then I go, woohoo! Well, let's get to that part then. Thank you, everyone, okay. for joining us. <laughs> the 41st episode of SBF VGS. That's the Super unlike, Best Friends video game sleepover. Unlike Adam, who did not think uh, enough of you to be here. And unlike the other 40 episodes, a very in, unique and uh, individual experience from the rest yeah. of them. If you hate this so, episode, I'm so sorry. Please blame Adam. I th- he should have been I here. Think, I think they're going to love it, Mike. I hope so. I like that I went ahead and closed the show and then we just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> Let's close it again. Okay. You nailed it. Do it Thanks again. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. And that's that's going to do it for now. Bye. Goodbye. Woo-hoo! I'm clapping all by myself. You know, we don't, I don't think we need Adam at all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.